How's it going, everyone? Wayne the Unknown here, and welcome to another episode of Cosplay Con Talk, where we basically discuss everything pertaining to the cosplay community and conventions. Tonight, we are going to be doing a panel called Convention Safety and Awareness, and I'm joined here by some familiar guests, starting with Solstice Cosplay. Hi, uh, my pronouns are they, them. You can call me AJ. Next, we have Kat Valentine. Hey there, I'm Kat. Uh, I go by she, her, but yeah, you can just call me Kat if you'd like. Next, we have Minty Poison. Minty, um, I go by she, they. And last but not least, we have the green brown girl. Hi, my name's Emerald, uh, and I also go by she. And I'm your host, Wayne the Unknown, and I go by he, him. So, starting off with the first question, for first-time con-goers, when you all started, what are some things that you should be aware of when going to your first convention? Starting with... Who like Who said that? I said, who would like to go first? Um, we'll start in order with AJ. Okay. Alright, so, um, are we talking about specifically things to be aware of in terms of personal safety in terms of uh, avoiding illness. Um, all of the above, basically. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, bring some hand sanitizer, please. Please do. Um, when things start back up again, if um, I don't know what what the the COVID situation is going to be like, but please, please, please be open to wearing a mask, find a mask that fits you well and that allows you to breathe while still being safe uh, because everyone's participation is going to be crucial in keeping everyone safe. And also, if it, you don't think it's safe, don't go. I, I wouldn't want to go, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, not right now, for sure. Well, no, not, Absolutely. no, with seeing that con with see with seeing how uh, cons are reopening during this is like I I'd rather wait till we get the clear saying hey okay you, you can all go back to cons now it's all safe mm -hmm. yeah I'd like for us to at least have some more herd immunity first and I know for sure I want to wait until I'm fully vaccinated absolutely mm. uh, me too um uh, same question for you, Kat. What are some things for first as a first-time con-goer when you started out? What were some things that you know you 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 know should recommend that people should be aware of with safety and everything? Absolutely. Um, so there's a couple different things. Um, like with what AJ said, uh, definitely bring some hand sanitizer. If masks are required, bring a mask. Um, again, we won't know what that situation will be like until we get there. Um, yeah, no. And I know this is going to sound a little silly, but always, always, always have some sort of phone charger on you just to be safe. Uh, and if you can't find a wall outlet, I highly, highly recommend getting a power bank. You can get them on Amazon for pretty cheap. Um, I ended up getting one for my day job and it works great and it's perfect for conventions, um, you know, because you don't want to be, you know, in an uncomfortable situation or unable to get a ride back to your hotel or whatever, 
things might be and your phone is dead. Um, so always have that on you so that you can keep a charge and keep yourself safe if you need to contact somebody. Um, as far as safety goes, especially if you are very young, I would definitely recommend sticking with a group or at least one other person most of the time, if not all the time. Um, this way, you know, you're near somebody that you know, and anyone who might be unsavory is less likely to approach you if you're in a group. Um, and yeah, those are super, super important. Um, I would say just definitely be aware of your surroundings the best you can. Um, and if you feel uncomfortable at any point, it's okay to walk away or say, hey, this is making me uncomfortable or get staff involved um, if it's an ongoing issue. Um, yeah, I, I think it's really important to also have like some people who can be uh, your safe people, if you will. So if you get lost or if something happens, you can go and you can contact those safe people and you can go to them or they can come to you and you can get things figured out from there. That's definitely something to recommend. Especially for, you know, first-time con-goers always. I think a, the buddy system for first-time con-goers is, is highly recommended. I'm sure you all can agree with that. Always have, you know, as I mentioned before in a previous uh, interview, always have an exit buddy in a sense. Mm-hmm. Can uh, say. I have been that exit buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, same question for you, Menti. Um any safety tips for first-time con-goers? I mean, except for, you know, kind of compounding um, what AJ and Kat said, um, I I live, breathe, and die by the buddy system at conventions, um, and I actually have two power banks on me at all times, um, because you never know when one is going to run out. Um, mm -hmm. You know, your phone is constantly searching for services, you know, especially at, like, uh, the Seattle Convention Center. Um, on the fourth floor in those ex exhibition halls, you can't get service to save your life. Um, so I uh, I always have at least two of those on me. Um, I think another really good thing is um, knowing the area. So there's absolutely no shame in finding out like, okay, what is the map of the convention center? What is the map of the convention? What's around there? Um, and, you know, living and breathing like the the open and closed times. Um, because those can be really good too. You know, if you're a younger kid, you're getting a ride, um, you know, your parents drop you and your friends off and they're, you know, call me when you're done. Um, you know, knowing those times, but also knowing like what's around. Um, so if you need to go somewhere safe, like, is there a restaurant nearby that you and your friends can go hang out in while you're waiting for your ride? Is there, um, are there, where are there going to be well-lit areas? Um, I think are really big ones. Um, I think the other one is, um, I've actually had this happen to me a couple times. Um, and like Kat said, it is okay to say I am not comfortable with this. Um, you know, even as you're hanging out with people, like you think you get to know these people really well over these 48 hours, you're still not 100%. Um, so, you know, it's okay to say, I don't really feel comfortable giving out my phone number. I don't really feel comfortable adding you on Facebook. I don't really feel comfortable, you know, going out and hanging out at these other events afterwards. Um, I think that's perfectly okay. There's no shame in it. And if you don't feel comfortable, you know, that's, 
that's your personal safety and that's more important than somebody else's feelings in that point in time. It's definitely best to keep your guard up when you're going to your mm -hmm. first con. Definitely, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's I had a lot of that in my first con where it was like, hey, let me add you on on MySpace, and I'm like, huh, no. Um, <laughs> you know, I was I was 14 at the time. Like, I wasn't gonna add people. Um, even you know, getting swept up in the moment, and you're you are gonna get swept up in the moment, and you're gonna forget some things like that. Um, but you know, just always have it in the back of your head. You know, write it down in the back of your hand if you have to. Like, you can say no. You can say no to somebody. Most definitely. Now, um, same question for you, Emerald. Um, any safety tips you'd like to throw out there for first-time con-goers going to their first convention? Sure. Um, first, let me say that all of the tips are great. Um, so, as a former staff member, really appreciate all of you covering the basics so, uh, so well. Um, the other things that I would bring up um, are actually related uh, to the math question and things that I think. So the first thing I think is that you should really get acquainted with um, services provided by the convention you say. So for example, uh, you want to know where their operation or security office is. So, for example, with KomoriCon, you go to operations because usually that's where they have like the lost and found. That's where you go if person gets lost and you find them. It's where you go if uh, you need someone to call an ambulance or to get first aid All of those. Now, Kamori, as far as I know, allowed to first aid treatment, but usually you would go there so that they can attack either uh, hotel security or con convention to give you, or to get in touch um, like find out where the so, so I think it's really important offices are for like operation programming stuff like that and the other thing is that you go to a convention um, it doesn't matter pre or post COVID keep on stressing that people need to bring water some kind of that is not just junk like it ha like a sandwich or some bananas something that you eat and you don't pay for at um the uh, food services or the convention fair you want to have some food that you uh carry with you um advise that a lot of conventions don't let you bring food into the uh but like i've seen too many year cosplayers who are running all over the the con floor and then they get exhausted 
and they hurt themselves because they staying hydrated didn't bring themselves couldn't and they couldn't afford food so please please bring a little water the little food with to your first convention I I can and also you know some I I can't argue with that. Mm-hmm. I I think you know staying hydrated and everything is definitely yeah top priority. Yes. <laughs> so um, back to AJ here. What is one thing that you feel like some cons have and some cons don't have and that those cons should have? Like, what are some things you think cons should have more of? Um, well, first off, uh, can I can I riff off something that uh, someone else touched on? Sure. Okay, so in terms of uh, giving contact information out and, like, connecting on social media, that sort of thing, um, not everyone is really comfortable with saying no or maybe someone's being really pushy and uh, you might need a slightly different solution in that moment even though you should never be made to feel like you don't have a choice. Um, sometimes it, it does feel that way. And so there are other ways to, um, to at least delay the need to respond to that. Like some people uh, want to friend me on Facebook. Now, I'm 29. Uh, I can usually take out, look after myself, but um, I get overwhelmed at cons. And so one thing I like to do is I like to wait to connect with people until I can get home and think a little bit. And then I'll go through those requests and decide which ones I actually do want to keep. That way I can just have a good, clear head on it and not have to worry so much about the pressure of doing it in the moment. Yeah. I can agree with that. And then on the, um, on the what some cons do and others don't, my actual experience with different cons is pretty limited. I've been to a total of three different cons. I've been to Rose City Comic Con, I've been to Komori Con, and I've been to Miyako Con. Now, all three of those are very different, but I don't feel like I've had a huge range of experience on what some do and what others don't. Um, with that said, some of these are going to be uh, a lot clearer on signage. Some of them are going to be uh, easier to understand in terms of the structure. So when it comes to things like finding the operations desk, um, at, at some cons, it's the first thing that you see when you walk in, and that's like the desk. Everything you need is at that desk. Um, with larger cons, that's usually not the case, but some of them are going to have really large, brightly colored banners to find them. Some of them are going to have more detailed maps. Um, and just 
take a moment when you're checking in, getting your passes, whatever, to, to find those things. If I get hurt, where do I go? Um, if, if I need to contact someone, where do I go? And then if you do that at the beginning, then when you're worried about whatever it is, you don't have to think too hard about where to go. No, most definitely. I think, like you said, there are some of those big cons where you don't even know where that, that station's at. So you're wanderingly, wandering aimlessly trying to look for that area. Exactly. I just, I have, thankfully I've, I've been to small cons where you know where to go, but yeah, I can't imagine getting lost and not knowing where to go to find that. Same question for you, Kat. What are some things that, you know, you've noticed at cons that most cons don't have, and what would you recommend a good majority of cons, you know, what would you recommend that they should have? Um, so there's two, maybe three things that come to mind. Um, one thing that I absolutely loved uh, when I went to PAX was that there was a quiet room. Um, which is fantastic. So if you do get overwhelmed, you have somewhere you can go decompress. Um, or if you just need a moment to like sit down and organize your stuff, you know, collect yourself. That's a really, really great opportunity. It's safe. It's usually pretty quiet and well kept. Um, and I really wish more cons did that because they can be very overwhelming and they can be very hectic. And that can be so much to deal with um and you know it isn't it isn't always easy to try to scope out the quiet areas of a con especially if you haven't been before so i really really love uh having quiet rooms and i wish more cons had that um yeah and another thing is i guess this is more so just like a personal gripe um but i really do wish that some of the bigger cons cared a little bit more about attendees safety um and you know i'm not i'm not trying to diss on anyone this is no disrespect um but i've i've definitely seen some bigger cons where people in the community have kind of raised alarm bells and been like hey these well-known people in the community aren't being very safe or are doing things that are inappropriate and some cons are really good about being like, okay, we acknowledge this situation. We will try to keep an eye on things or they just like, you know, take all the safety precautions that they can uh, to try to keep everybody safe. Um, and then there's some cons that, are, that will literally just say, oh yeah, we know. And don't really do anything. Now I get it if it's just like silly, petty drama between people, but... If someone is, like, legitimately dangerous, that is more so where I take issue. Um, and there have definitely been situations like that, and I definitely worry for people who are brand new to cons. Because, um, you know, those more dangerous people, those are kind of their targets, are people who are new to the community. That's not right. I mean, I've, I've never had experiences with it myself, but I have heard, you know, stories where people new people go to cons and they will get harassed by attendees and everything and there are some cons mm -hmm. that won't do anything about it which is like hey you yeah. know if you keep on letting this persist 
it's you know they they see it as oh this is gonna we can do this more and not you know no one's gonna do a thing about it exactly like it's definitely very frustrating especially if you try to bring it to staff and staff doesn't do anything um but you know it's gonna vary from con to con like i'm sorry but i didn't spend like 60 dollars to go to a con for a weekend to get my ass grabbed Oof, like no. come on <laughs> just no um same question for you menti what are some things that you know some cons have that others don't, but you feel like they should have. Actually kind of hit it on the head um, with the quiet rooms. Um, I know when I'm going to conventions and especially like specifically cosplay quiet rooms, mm -hmm. um, because a lot of the times um, like ECC for a few years, um, they've actually gotten a lot better about um, their like cosplay is not consent policy and making sure that their cosplayers are comfortable. Um, so they actually have a specific cosplay quiet room where you go in, you're as quiet as possible, you set your stuff down, you can redo your makeup, you can just sit and decompress, you can eat without people coming up to you, there's no cameras allowed in there. Um, it's it's something that for not only my well-being, but also my safety, like sometimes I'm just like, I need to get away from people, um, you know, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a breakdown like right here and it's not gonna be fun for anyone. Um, or, you know, I'm just trying to be like, I just need to get away from like the crowds and like, I feel like I'm, you know, am I being followed? It's a good way to figure out, you know, hey, let's just go into this room, take a chill for a second, gather yourself back up, and then you're free to go back out. Um, I think the other thing that a lot more cons have been doing, um, but I haven't seen it as much as sm smaller cons, is definitely like the cosplay is not consent stuff. Um, you know, so people only pay so much attention to a sign, but the more that they see it, the more it's just like, oh, maybe I should stop doing what I'm doing if it's like making other people uncomfortable. Um, and I know that a lot of larger cons like SakuraCon, ECC, PAX, um, I saw it at New York Comic Con too. Um, I saw photos of it, but it's something that I don't see a lot at smaller cons. Um, and I think that that has to be something that is more pressed on in the smaller communities, because even mm -hmm. though you know, a lot of those smaller cons, a lot of people go, come from those larger cons and go to these ones. Not everybody does. So I think having that reminder for everyone of like, hey, ask before you touch someone. Hey, <laughs> ask before you take a photo of someone. Um, I think that even for smaller events, I think that has to start catching on more. Oh, no, Absolutely. most definitely. That's a really good point, and I'm glad that you said it. Um that's something that I've noticed as well, Minty, is just, like, the vast difference in how cosplayers are treated at different conventions. Like, I feel like the bigger conventions that have been running longer are more on the ball when it comes to protecting people from unwanted um, sexual attention, whereas newer conventions are like sometimes light years behind on that especially in more conservative areas uh like like they tend to go well you're dressed slutty so we don't so you were asking for it a lot more often than um longer running more um uh and i don't mean like conservative in the sense of like politics wise i mean people with more like traditional values when it comes to like styles of dress not 
not um, Democrat versus Republican, because that doesn't seem to be uh, as much of a factor. I just mean, like, uh, people who have more old-fashioned views as far as, um, like, what's okay for women to wear or okay for men to wear and, um, like, how women are supposed to act versus men. Like, play, I've noticed that towns, small towns, um, like, for example, in southern or eastern Oregon and southern or eastern Washington um, that I've attended, tended to be um, less supportive to the female or um, non-binary people that attended versus the um, cis men that attended. And I thought that um, your point was very, like, important to highlight and and uh, reiterate. That's really good. And and as, mm -hmm. uh, as all of you are, you know, as, uh, as all of you know, and every and I think every every you know con attendee should be familiar with, including cosplayers, that you know cosplay does not equal consent. Yeah, and just because you're in cosplay doesn't mean that you don't need to learn it. Exactly. Um, I, I'd love to riff off of that a little bit if I can. Um, it doesn't always go necessarily for touch. Like, of course, that is the big one. You shouldn't really touch anybody without asking. Um, but also some people might just not be comfortable with, like, certain character interactions or certain questions. Or they might just be really tired of it. Um, so I think we need to, like, be mindful and kind of feel out the situation. And if someone's not into it, you know, it's obviously nothing wrong with you or anything like that. But, you know, sometimes people just aren't feeling it. Like, someone might want, like, a kind of a shippy photo or might want, like, a certain interaction. Um, and that person might just not be comfortable with it. And if they are not giving any sort of enthusiastic consent, it's always best to back off. Um, you know, tell them their costume looks good. Go about your day. Yeah. Oh, that's a great point, Kat. Also, photos in general. Mm -hmm. Like, there's lots of ways that people signal that they're not ready to take photos right now. But either way, like, if you want a photo of someone, you should ask them. And if they say no, you need to leave them alone. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people have struggled on both sides with that. Like, I personally have dealt with a lot of people bugging me when, like, I'm sitting down and I'm on the phone with someone or I'm eating food, but then I've also approached other cosplayers thinking that it was okay because they were standing up and they were looking like they were getting ready to um, uh, do photos anyway, like they're adjusting part of their costume or something, and they were like, oh, I'm not taking photos right now because I have to get to an event, so I had to go, okay, and just move on, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I really wish that more people understood that, like, just because someone is in costume at the moment, it doesn't mean that now is a good time to ask them for a photo or a hug. Absolutely. Um, and I, 
I feel like it's very important to kind of, I guess, watch for certain signals. So in my humble opinion, feel free to add on to this, but I'd say the most common signals aside from like straight up saying something or having some sort of sign are if somebody is on the floor, if part of their costume is off, uh, or if they're eating. I feel like those are definitely not the best opportune times to take a photo. Um, I mean, you could ask, but you do have to be prepared to hear no. So, yeah. Yeah, the, the phrase I live by is, but on the floor, photos no more. Absolutely. Um, and it was it was a big thing when I was doing press because, you know, a lot of my friends were like, oh, go look at that cosplayer. And I'm like, yeah, they look really good. And they're like, go, go ask for a photo. And I'm like, they're sitting on the floor or, you know, they're sitting in the like the cafeteria area. Like, why am I going to go ask them that? You know, it's not only, you know, yeah, you can ask, but definitely be prepared to hear a big fat no. But also it's better, like, if somebody's on the floor, if somebody has, like, their gloves off, if they have a set of wings, if the wings are on the floor and they're sitting there fanning themselves, like, don't ask for a photo. Just, mm. just you know, acknowledge that, hey, you know, as you're walking by, hey, that looks really good. You'll probably see them later to ask for a photo, and it's better to it's better to err on the side of caution with things like that instead of just, well, I asked for a photo, so now I need a photo. Mm -hmm. You know, just if you see somebody who's sitting down, they look really warm, you know, just don't even think about a photo at that point in time because, again, that's a big sign of, you know, I am not here to take photos right now. And I think that kind of still leads back into the the you know, cosplay is not consent kind of thing. Like, if somebody's sitting down, it's probably a good nonverbal sign. Just don't ask. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, uh, building on that, I think what most cons should do on that topic, and it's something I've seen on it, it's, I think it was Instagram or Facebook, where um, they should have, like, uh, you know how most cons give you lanyards and stuff? I think they should also hand out cards saying, you know, uh, don't want a picture, don't want a hug, or stuff like that, or it's okay to hug, or something like that, you know? Like, a, a, a visual card or something to let people know, hey, I don't want mm -hmm. a picture right now, because sometimes, you know... Yeah, just something you can clip on your lanyard would be amazing. Yeah, no, definitely. I know that there are some Etsy stores that sell, like, cosplayer on break or something like that, mm -hmm. um, and they're, like, big, like, five-inch buttons that you have to be blind to miss kind of thing. Like, mm -hmm. um, you know, you, you have to, like, oh, that person has a giant, like, red circle on there, like, a giant red X on there, that button. I probably shouldn't approach them. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that there's, like, a company that makes, like, not garbage bags, but, like, ponchos, kind of, um, of, like, cosplayer on break or something like that. Um, but I do think that having, like, the cards or, like, a little a little button or something like you can get buttons really cheap um just having a little button of like you know no photos or you know mm -hmm. yes i am the center of attention please look at me um, <laughs> <laughs> um you know i i think having those would definitely help to start um avoiding some of the issues that people have been having as far as that goes no definitely and i think that's also i'm not sure if vendors at cons do it because i haven't seen it I've seen like so regular buttons and stuff like that, but I think it's something that cons should really consider having, you know, like when you go to the front of the, the front booth or something or a booth in general and they have it, like that'd be really good to have. Mm -hmm. And uh, on that topic as well, I'm not sure if anyone's ever worked at a booth, but I'm sure 
and, and this is for anyone who's worked at Boots who's listening, I'm sure people have noticed uh, thievery at cons, because I know that's kind of a common thing most people don't know about, but it, it does happen. Unfortunately, there's not a whole lot the convention staff can do to prevent theft. I mean, they're not police officers. And in fact, uh, in Oregon specifically, their hands are pretty tied as to what they can legally do to prevent theft. So my suggestion to anyone who is worried about things being stolen from them is I would first suggest that you try to bring as few of your valuables with you into con space as possible and that if you do bring say your wallet and your phone um, with you uh, in a bag of some kind try to keep that bag on your person at all times like if you're going to um, take a photo with someone and you don't want your bag to be in the picture um, I would suggest that you hand your bag to someone you know someone who's there with you and not to a stranger and try not to leave your bag unattended for any period of time because even though usually what happens is a good Samaritan like me or one of my friends will you know take it to the the uh, lost and found we can't get both me and whoever is on staff can't guarantee that a someone didn't get into your bag before I got there to find it or b that someone um, isn't going to get into your bag while it's sitting on the lost and found table like like that's just an unfortunate part of working a big convention or going to a big convention is that um, n their eyes can't be on your belongings 100% of the time so uh, you and someone you trust like that's why the buddy system that we mentioned earlier is so important is that like there's someone there to support you in case you guys have um, an issue like that uh, another thing with the theft thing is I've never had any of my items stolen by another uh, attendee but I did have a vendor swindle me out of $50 once. What? Because they offered to sell me a plushie that they don't actually sell. And yeah. I was What? Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. Luckily, um, the convention did take my side because I had been staffing for a long time and they knew that I'm not a liar. <laughs> so, um, like, I was able to get a them to force the vendor to give me a different plushie uh or close down and that vendor didn't return to kamori con ever again so that was pretty cool oh man but that's that's not right is, um <sighs> like if if you're gonna buy things from uh from a vendor and this is artist alley or in the vendor's hall always get a receipt Always, always, always. Oh, definitely. It doesn't have to be a paper one. It can be an email one from their Square app or whatever, but always get a receipt. Oh, no. That, that basically proves that, hey, I bought this item. I have the receipt right here. Mm -hmm. 
proof of purchase is always always the best thing to have especially when you're going to a con because a lot of because uh, a lot of i've reckon i really recognized a lot more cons especially vendors or they're they're starting to have like the square or their paypal uh little things and always ask for a receipt whether it be paper or electronically and that's like you said i i, I highly recommend that's a good thing to ask for mm-hmm no okay. uh I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, the, the one topic I really want to bring up about with convention safety is, and I know everyone's going to have their opinion on this. I'm sure this could get some hate, uh, opinions, but conventions going on during the, the pandemic, I feel like that really needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that's my opinion. <laughs> <Second>. <laughs> what? I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I get some cons are trying to do it, like they have limited capacity, no capacity, or my thing is, if you're going to have to do a convention, do an online convention like Kamori Con did. I believe they had like a, court, a Kamori Con online or something. I don't know. Yep. Uh, just. Yeah, I mean, I, okay, so I work in retail right now. And despite all of the precautions that the company would like to put forth, um, there is very little that anyone can do in terms of actual enforcement uh, without getting a serious talking to uh, by management. Um, and that's just going to be the way that it is in larger groups. I mean, anytime you get a bunch of strangers together and tell them to do something very specific, like wear a mask over their nose and mouth, there, there are going to be people who, you know, put their own spin on it, for lack of a better word, um, for better or for worse. And when it comes to masks themselves, anyone who's been out in public has seen that not everyone is diligent about yeah. wearing their masks properly. And so even if they are wearing a mask in accordance with con policy or whatever, even if they are wearing it properly when someone is at the door checking, there's nothing to stop them from pulling it down later. Oh no, definitely. <laughs> um, while on that topic, and, and I'll start, um, since you have voiced your opinion, I'll start with Kat next. Do you think, and I'll, I'll ask down the, road, down the road, do you think once cons do come back, do you think they should have, uh, like, hand sanitizer stations or um, mask yes. stations where you can, like, if you, can, if you can't bring a mask, that they can have one provided? Because I'm sure when cons come back, the, the people will be given the option, like, hey, here's a mask if you want it, and this is where the nearest hand sanitizer, hand wash station is. Absolutely. I mean, that should have been a thing from the start. But, you know, um, I think at the bare minimum, there should be hand sanitizing stations and hand washing places in as many spots as possible. Um, you know, when cons really start to come back, I don't really know what the mask situation is going to be like. But I definitely would say that masks should be offered or if we're still in kind of a weird area, should be encouraged. Um, I don't know about everyone else, but I'm personally not comfortable going back to cons this year uh i don't even know about next year but 
you know, we'll have to wait and see. You can't really predict the future. No. Um, yeah. And I, I know I just heard on the news recently for Oregon, um, the plans are by May for people like us who aren't, you know, essential workers mm -hmm. can't get vaccinated. So adults and everything that that's the plan is by May, it'll be available to the public who aren't essential workers or who aren't underlying health issues and, you know, so forth and so on. Yeah. And even then, even after you're vaccinated, that doesn't necessarily mm. you're free of wearing a mask. Um, because mm -hmm. if I'm reading everything correctly, it takes like, what, two months to get full effectiveness, even after you've had both your shots. So, you know, you still should try to social distance to a good degree, or at least stay like within your pod. Um, definitely continue to wear a mask. I know I'm definitely going to continue to wear one and try to be as safe as possible. Uh, the only people I see outside of work are the very, very, very tiny people within my pod. And even then, that's not very often. Oh, um, no, no, no. Yeah, just, just please, I'm begging you, be mm -hmm. safe. And the one thing I can suggest now thinking about it is if, you know, if cons do come back and they do enforce, like, try to find a way to incorporate a mask with your cosplay. Yes, it's so fun. I recommend doing it. <laughs> also, like, that's less makeup you have to do, which is always great. More time See, out on the a, floor. It's <laughs> a 10 out of 10 makeup. project for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and they're fun to make. Um, and adding on to this, if you don't mind, Cat. Um, uh, along with this, um, it's really hard to prevent people from getting what we affectionately call con cred. Uh, absolutely. Because, uh, that's a bad word. Uh, <laughs> because, you know, people stand out in the rain in their skimpy costumes because, you know, they... Uh, they're trying to run from the convention center to their hotel or mm -hmm. or they're trying to get a, a good picture or their friend is getting a cigarette before um, they go to the next event or whatever and mm -hmm. and you know then they pack in and you know even when it's just flu season um, lots of people get sick because of close quarters and not being careful so Mm -hmm. um, and even I know if you are careful, you still get to be from oh, yeah. Oregon and recommend re um, bringing an umbrella. But please bring an umbrella, wash your hands, bring a coat, stay warm. If you you're know, sick, wait, stay home. If you're <laughs> yeah. sick, stay home. Yes, yes, yes. <sighs> uh, wear a mask, wash your hands, wash your hands. And um, this is a, a secret that I actually learned from another uh, longtime cosplayer. But um, they have uh, like portable size humidifiers at uh, Walgreens and really? Vicks Vapor Rub stuff that you can put in them. Oh, I've so, heard of those. So I would suggest, like, highly suggest getting the, uh, a Vicks Vapor Rub uh, humidifier for your hotel room or for wherever you're staying if you can, because the rainiest, worst convention that I have ever been to um, still ended up being heckin' fun because um, we had that humidifier and we, uh, after we got back to the hotel every night, we, we turned on the humidifier, we ate chicken noodle soup, and we soaked our feet in Epsom salt baths 
it was very nice and and it was very relaxing so i i highly highly recommend doing that sort of self-care like if you can't get the humidifier at least bring some uh some vapor rub or you know chew some uh, uh citrus uh like some uh, vitamin c gummies or whatever um and just take care of yourself like like you deserve to be able to have fun at the convention without getting sick. So do everything you can to um, protect your immune system so that you can have fun. If you choose to go to a convention in the next couple of years, you shouldn't uh, put your health or the, the health of other people at risk just so that you can dress up in costume around other people for a couple of days. It's just not worth it. No, I definitely agree. Um, is it okay if I add on to that really quick? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to sit here and say that I have not always been responsible when it has come to that. I have gone to con sick. Guys, it is not fun. You are going to be miserable. Please, please, please don't go to cons if you're sick. You're going to have a bad time. I can guarantee you. If you go sick, you're going to get sicker because the con plague does not pick favorites. Mm -mm. Exactly. <laughs> no, I don't do it anymore, but like, you know, Oof. I learned my lesson. That's for damn sure. <laughs> uh, something I like to add, and this is kind of, this is kind of has to deal with safety. Hygiene, personal hygiene when you're going to a con. No one's going to want to go to a con and get a whiff of a, someone who's like smelling really bad. I'm not trying to pick on anyone. It's, but it's like hygiene is really important when going to a convention. Yes. Kind of us that's kind of square one of, you know, staying healthy and hygienic is your personal hygiene. Um I I kind of play con mom in most of the hotel rooms that I stay in. Um, and that is actually one thing that I make sure of. You know, if we have a slightly overpacked room, you know, I make sure, hey, if you had a shower, somebody comes in, hey, if you had a shower today, like the shower's mm -hmm. about to open up, go get a shower. Um, because that is kind of like, that is square one of staying healthy at a convention, um, is getting that shower, is washing your hands, is keeping that sanitizer on you and actually using it, um, <laughs> is the big one. Um, cause I know I'm really bad if I, you know, I'll bring food and snacks and water with me and I'll still forget to eat and drink. Um, so, you know, I have my little... I have so many mini bottles of hand sanitizer now uh, from the past year, and I know that I'm going to be bringing at least two of them with me at all times, and I know I'm going to forget to sanitize it, like, occasionally, but um, definitely for sure on the hygiene, um, mm -hmm. you know, and Axe, is, Axe or Body Spray or Bath and Body Works is not a shower. Actually get it and scrub off your skin. Rain is not a shower if you live around here. It does not count. The sink is not a shower. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! The sink can work in a pinch, but it is not a shower. No, yeah, always. Not... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Ooh, I um. Gosh, what was I gonna say? Um. Yeah. No. Like, admittedly, I, I'm not as nice as you are, Wayne. If someone stinks, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, have you had a shower today?" Because you're a little right. Um. Oh no, I'm not. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Oh no, I'm. I'm one for someone. Like, before you go to a con. Shower. Once you leave the con, don't like go. Don't go anywhere. Go straight to your hotel, then shower. So you're not gonna have to have you know con stink on you or from someone who's wearing body paint. Always make sure you shower. Get to your hotel and shower because that stuff will stay on you if you do not shower mm -hmm. right away. 
Absolutely. Yeah, no, like, there's really no excuse to shower if you can afford a $100 figure or a comic or a signature or whatever, but you can't afford a $3 bar of soap, you probably shouldn't be going to a con. Mm -mm. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> no, you're, no, also, it's being honest. Most hotels provide <laughs> uh, little complimentary shampoo, uh, conditioner, and bars of soap. So there's really no excuse for not showering if you're staying in a hotel. Exactly. Also, um, I'm sorry to keep jumping in here. That's okay. But, uh, I'm the kind of person who, if everyone in a friend group is complaining about someone who doesn't smell very good, but not willing to say it to the person's face, I'm the person who will like take them aside and say, hey, I really don't want to hurt your feelings because I think you're really nice, but you really need to shower and you need to or you know you need to wipe better because you smell and mm -hmm. i care about you both because uh as a person just as a person but also i don't want to hang out with someone who smells bad sorry yeah um oh, yeah. and the other thing is someone mentioned body paint wearing makeup to bed is not fun it's not good Please for your don't. skin it's itchy as hell take it a stains Mm -hmm. it, 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 it does but it can be really bad like I definitely recommend thoroughly washing your face before and after makeup also depending on the type of makeup you wear if you go to bed that can stain your pillowcases and stuff like that mm. and if you're in a hotel they can charge you for that oh so. yeah no I I, <laughs> I, I, I I work at a hotel and I can't stress how many times um our laundry guy has had a toss out linen because it's got uh, oh, yeah. ha hair dye, makeup, mm -hmm. um, yeah. and we provide it. We in, in the bathrooms we provide makeup remover in a, in a packet. And if you want more makeup remover, come to us and ask for it. Don't like use a, a, a washcloth because that's like the biggest thing that stains the washcloth. Ask ask for more makeup removers. If you're going to convention, you're staying at a hotel, and you need to like. You know ask for makeup removers we will give it to you yeah and if you're worried about staining try to bring some washcloths or a towel or something from home especially if you're doing body paint <laughs> mm. yeah and no. also kind of on the hygiene note and... what uh, also on the on the hygiene note uh sometimes people remember to take showers but they forget to wash their cosplays please mm. learn how to wash your cosplays learn how to take care of your wigs mm -hmm. um because after you've been to a couple cons and walked around in them for 12 hours they will become rank mm-hmm now uh real quick on that what is the well like um they actually and they do um and i actually bought it my i bought too they make um wig shampoo and a uh, wig spray for your wigs and i it's mm -hmm. it's a i can't remember the name but it comes in a green bottle i highly recommend using because that's like the one best thing to use to wash your wigs yeah and i would highly recommend looking up tutorials because different wigs are going to be uh set up in different ways if you uh wash your wig without properly preparing it uh then you may damage it or you may not know how to get it back to that excellent shape that it was in before mm -hmm. but uh yeah learn how to do it and then do it 
most definitely. Um, we got a couple minutes here, uh, so one thing I uh, one thing I want to ask before we end this, um, just like I did in the beginning, starting with AJ, what's just in general, what is some good advice you can give that you, that you personally want to throw out there? So a couple things. Um, one thing that not everyone is going to think of immediately is uh, consider how your cosplay is going to look if you're going anywhere further than a couple blocks away from the convention. Mm -hmm. um, this isn't going to be a, a big issue with, you know, giant anime spiky hair or a, a Naruto costume, but um, there are some cosplays that are going to actually look threatening to anyone who doesn't know that you're from the convention. So mm -hmm. do keep that in mind, because the last thing any of us want is for someone to call the police on you. Mm -hmm. uh, because they thought that your gun was a real gun or something like that. So just think about it. Think of, uh, think of ways to keep yourself safe and, and not looking like something that, uh, that someone might be concerned about without knowing that there was a con in town. Um, and then another thing is when you're at the convention itself, it's really fun to just pretend like you're in the the world of whatever characters or whatever anime. Um, but do remember that you do not have the durability of your favorite shonen anime <laughs> characters. And um, that you need to be smart with how you comport yourself. If you're wearing really tall heels, keep that in mind. If you want to do a flip, maybe don't. <laughs> um, you just, you don't want to get hurt. And just because you're dressed up like Meliodas from Seven Deadly Sins does not mean that the only thing that's getting damaged is the, is the scenery. Oof. Mm -hmm. Not because, you know, that, that that's actually a good point to bring up. You know, not only would you hurt, you potentially hurt yourself, but you could hurt, hurt, potentially hurt someone who's around you at a con if you're doing something like that. Exactly. <sighs> AJ, thank you for bringing up the um, appearance bit. Um, I would like to jump in if you guys don't mind. Um, not at all. Go ahead. Go for it. Seconds, all right? Go for it. Go for it. Okay, so... Um, a really good example of things that you need to be aware of is um, certain characters in anime wear symbols that um, within the context of the show or within the context of the U.S. might not seem like they're a hate symbol, but if you are a person from Japan or um, one of the places that Japan has ever fought in history, it might be a really big deal. So there's two things that I want to bring up. Um, there's the earrings that uh, the main character of Demon Slayer Tanjiro wears. Yep, I remember. Uh, I remember seeing that uh, a TikTok video of that. Oh, he has a rising sun. Yeah, he's wearing the rising sun, which is um, the Japanese war flag that they had during World War Two. 
um, when they were occupying Korea, parts of China, and um, and the Philippines. And for people from those countries, they still see those that image as antagonistic towards their people. There's a lot of racism that goes on between Japanese people towards people from China, Korea, and the Philippines, um, uh, and vice versa. They like they they don't have um, great relationships sometimes. So I would suggest that if people are going to cosplay Tanjiro, that they um, don't use earrings that have the lines on them and that they just do the red dot so that mm -hmm. it resembles the normal Japanese flag. Yeah, instead. or find like a interesting way to make the lines look different so it doesn't look too much like the rising sun. Yeah, um, the other thing that I want to talk about comes from my experience as a Hitalia cosplayer. Um, there's two really popular characters who, who lots of people love to cosplay and they're Germany and Prussia. And um, the, the important thing to understand there is that the version of the German soldier uniform that they both wear is not a regular German uniform or an SS uniform. It's actually a Wehrmacht uniform, which is the the type of German soldier that because when um, Germany was a part of the Axis powers, um, they were actually a kingdom uh, called Wehrmacht. Uh, they weren't, uh, I'm, I'm probably saying this wrong, uh, uh, they weren't a republic like they are now. Um, and the, they both German Germany and Prussia wear the symbol of the Iron Cross. They don't have any SS or Nazi imagery on their uniforms otherwise, but the Iron Cross was a medal of valor that was given to German soldiers both before and during uh, World Wars One and Two for acts of valor. So a lot of people, especially Jewish people, see the Iron Cross as a symbol of hate, even to this day, because mm -hmm. some German soldiers uh, earned Iron Crosses by harming Jewish families in different ways. Yeah. So it's really important to know if you're going to cosplay uh, Germany, Prussia, or any other German characters from around that time that you don't include an Iron Cross in your cosplay. So in general, in terms of your cosplay's appearance, uh, think about it both in terms of your own safety and uh, how how to help others continue to feel safe at con. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, on that same question for you, Kat, um, any tips personal that you would like to uh, throw out there for anyone listening on absolutely. this topic? Um, you know, I absolutely agree with AJ and Emerald, those are both amazing points. And as someone who like has some Ashkenazi blood, like, yeah, no, I definitely do get a bit uncomfortable um, when I see people doing like super, super accurate versions um, from Helsing or 
from Hetalia. And of course, you know, like logically, I know, okay, these are just costumes, but you know, I'd be lying if I said that it didn't make me nervous. Um, yeah. Uh, as far as like safety tips, I absolutely agree. Your hygiene is top, top, top priority. Um, you know, be aware of your surroundings, have a power bank. Um, and you know, the body system is super important. Another thing I'd love to add, um, if maybe you're feeling a bit uncomfortable or if you're not sure how to read a situation, um, is to definitely like kind of prepare some exit strategies. So if someone wants to like pull you off somewhere to do a photo shoot in kind of a weird area you're not familiar with, like have some sort of excuse on hand, like, oh, I'm sorry, I have to go meet my friend or, oh, sorry, I'm late for this panel or something like that is super, super helpful. Um, and also if someone wants to take you to an area that's not within a couple blocks of the con, to me, that is a red flag. Ooh, stranger danger, stranger danger. Them, yeah, if you don't know them super well, and even if you do, I just would recommend being cautious and not doing it, especially if you're really, really young. Because, of course, you know, it's super easy to, like, get caught up in the excitement and be invited to room parties and all of these great things. Um, but, you know, you do definitely... risk your safety um especially like if you are someone who does do room parties watch your drinks please watch your drinks mm -hmm. and if you're a minor please don't go i know it's exciting and you feel like you're a badass and all of that stuff but it's not a safe situation for you it's not a safe situation for the adults there please please don't do it please be responsible please be careful i promise it will be so much better when you're illegal to do those sorts of things um yeah body system be safe wash your ass yeah <laughs> 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 oh, um uh, for you minty um same question any advice you like to throw out there for those who are listening and whatnot um, outside of what we discussed, I actually do have a couple things, um, kind of building on what Kat mentioned as far as photographers go. Um, if you, especially if you're a younger cosplayer or you're new to the scene, um, or both, um, if they say, you know, hey, you should come over here and ditch your friends so we can get some photos, absolutely do not go. Um, you know, buddy system works even for, uh, you know, photographers you've worked with for a while. Um, mm. there are a lot of photographers I work with where I'm still like, hey, I'm going to bring a friend with. And they're like, oh, hey, okay, cool. Like, more the merrier. They can help me set up. Um, you know, if somebody's saying, well, I want you to come over here and I want you to ditch your friend group, like, walk the other way. Um, goodness, what's another one? Um, there's just way too much. Uh <laughs> Um, definitely not comfortable for you. You are allowed to say no. Yes. Um, and as far as exit strategies go, um, you can absolutely use other people for that. Um, and I know that sounds really weird. Um, so like I was mentioning earlier, I'm like, I'm what I like to call a con mom. Um, some people call them den moms. Um, 
basically like I, I have my con children and I want them all to be very safe and as comfortable as possible because conventions and cosplay are supposed to be fun. They're not supposed to be scary. They're not supposed to be something where you walk away going, wow, that was really uncomfortable. Um, so, uh, you know, if you see somebody who looks like, you know, they know what they're doing, they look like they've been here for a while, if you go up and you're just like, hey, can you act like you know me? Like, I'm really uncomfortable right now and I'm trying to get away from this person. Absolutely. Like, oh, any decent person that. would say, any decent person would say, yes, my child, come here. Hey, sweetie, how are you? Um, you know, if you see me at a con and you're in a situation like that, I will absolutely take you under my wing. You have a con, mom, now. Here's a snack. When was the last time you had some water? Like, other people are, are they're, they're there, you know, to hang out and enjoy the same thing. But some people, you know, take on that extra responsibility. And I'll absolutely take that on. If you're feeling uncomfortable, if there's somebody who's making you uncomfortable, or you're trying to get away from somebody, or you're just like, I really don't know anyone. Like, can I sit with you? absolutely get over here um so you know if you can't follow the buddy system find make a buddy while you're at con mm -hmm. can't oh, I stress it enough and as someone who's actually done um few photo shoots for cosplay uh, for cosplayers at convention i always ask them you know i don't i don't suggest a place i usually ask them where would you like to have your photos taken not you know hey let's go over here you know i'd rather I'd rather cut the cosplayer be near their friends and everything and suggest a place than me suggest, you know, a spot. You know, always got to keep your wits about you. Absolutely. Another thing, um, and I hope I'm not speaking out of turn this time. Oh, no, it's, uh, it's, 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 your, it's your turn now. That's what I have to ask you next. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so I actually want to build on something that Minty said, if that's all right. Um, uh, she mentioned, like going to find someone who looks like they know what they're doing that is actually like part of the job of a staff person especially uh, i don't know if other staff set or other conventions separate their staff up into like um con security uh arts and crafts staff blah 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 but pretty much all of us have been trained to like um if someone comes with us comes to us and says that they're uncomfortable um, we stop what we're doing and we take them to, uh, the security office and try and help them so that they can handle it. And when I was a newbie cosplayer, there was a, a cosplayer who made me really uncomfortable and followed me all around the convention and said and did inappropriate things to me. And I didn't know. That it was okay for me to tell somebody until years later years later i i did not know that it was safe for me to um uh, tell staff and that they would do something about it and so i want to prevent other other people from feeling that same way as much as i can so anytime that another person makes you uncomfortable whether it's because they're um, making you feel uncomfortable in a sexual way or they're saying mean things about your body or your costume or they're just, you know, uh, being a jerk to you. It is completely okay to tell a staff member 
and they will help you. That's what they're there for. Certainly good to know. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, the can't fix problems if they don't know there's a problem in the first place. So please yeah. So the and old so, so sorry, sorry to interrupt. Um, so the only <laughs> reason I said find somebody who looks like they know what they're doing um, is because having worked staff before, even as just like a cosplay track staff where I didn't really have like a lot of pull as far as security goes, staff can only be in so many places at once. Um, and if it's happening, um, you know, we like I had a situation where that something was happening outside of the park at ECC. Technically, Emerald City and Reed Pop have nothing to do with anything that happens out there. So if something does happen, sometimes the best thing that you can do is find that other person to be like, hey, I'm going to tag you really quick. I am super uncomfortable or I need help. Can you walk me somewhere? Um, or you know, taking them under your wing and then saying, do you need to go find staff? Like, do we need to go find security? Um, so it was less of a, you know, like a, no, ignore staff, but more of like a, if you can't find a staff member right then and there, sometimes the best bet that you have is that other person that's there that can then be like, do you need help? Most definitely. Yeah. And Oh yeah, um, I agree with as, that part. Go so, ahead, I Adrian. just meant that if- uh, um, That's me? Okay. Um, a, a staff member- not not all staff is going to be trained on that and i can say that from experience but um what basically every staff member is going to do is they're gonna know who to talk to they can mm -hmm. they can take you somewhere to another staff member maybe someone with a walkie-talkie um who can at least get the conversation going and it's part of staff's job to do what they can to keep you safe. Mm -hmm. That's good to know. I think you're we're we're both right in the sense that Minty is correct that if you're uncomfortable in a situation and you can find someone safe, um, like your primary focus should just be finding someone safe to help you get out of that situation. But also, oh, absolutely. Um, uh, that usually within con space specifically the best person to go to if you have that option is a staff member preferably a staff that um is either uh holding a walkie-talkie wearing a security staff badge or um a convention center staff that has one of those earpieces and because um the ones with the earpieces are actually uh the Oregon or Seattle Convention Center staff or whatever hotel you're at staff usually. Um, and so uh, if you go to them and it's an issue of sexual harassment or physical, uh, other f physical issues, um, they might just um, force that person to leave con space entirely. Whereas uh, the um, the convention center staff, uh, might have an easier time doing that than the con staff because the con, uh, they're not police and they, um, they don't, uh, they're not employed by the place that the convention is being held. So their, their ability to, like, prosecute or, or do any sort of, uh, uh, 
legally binding kicking out is a little bit harder for them to do. So, like, they can tell you you can't come back to the convention, but they can't tell you that you have to uh, leave the general area where the convention is at. They can just tell you you can't be within con space. Um, but a convention center staff might be able to say, you cannot enter this building and you need to leave the premises. Or a police officer might be like, you're coming downtown uh, if it's bad enough. So, like, to explain the, uh, like, the difference between situations that I've personally been in before, um, like, I've only had an interaction with a police officer once, and I, I really hope that no one else has to deal with that because it was horrible. It, it, I didn't feel like the police officer cared as much as the convention center staff did, and, um, ultimately... I was treated better by the convention staff than any of the more official people involved. So, um, I would say like your first, your first best bet is to try and find a buddy that you can talk to. And then if you think that you, uh, there might be, uh, like you need like legal action or you need more protection than just getting out of the situation immediately please let the convention know and if the convention say our hands are tied or we don't care that's when you bring it to bring in the big guns like the police or the um or the hotel or convention center staff okay. well mm -hmm. um gotta cut it here short you guys uh, again aj cat menti and emerald i really do appreciate you guys coming on to talk about safety and awareness and the convention uh, and cosplay community definitely learned a lot myself and i'm sure those who will listen have will learn a lot as well thanks for having us and yes thank you so much thank you and any thank listeners you you, i feel i feel like i really learned a lot from all of you as well as getting to provide some of my own experience and i don't get to do that very often so thank you all i really enjoyed this talk I also want to give a, a shout out to the original person who came up with this, Keyshawn, also, also go, is also known as Mocha93. If it wasn't for him bringing this up, then, you know, I, I doubt we ever would have had this panel. So I want to thank him again. I also want to thank him for coming up with the thumbnail idea for this, which is the spy versus uh, spy. So I want to throw that and out there too. For, for listeners out there i know that sometimes i need to be told this so you deserve to be safe exactly absolutely so we'll do a quick little ending here again i am wayne the unknown i'm aj i'm cat minty emerald uh i'm sorry my audio cut out for a second i'm not sure why that happened and then we're also joined here by emerald again all of you thank you and to those out there thank you for listening and until next time thank you for watching bye 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 <laughs>